Thank you for listening to How It Ends. If you'd like to support the show, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash studio. Our tiers start at $1 and all patrons receive early access, ad-free episodes, digital downloads, access to polls, and more. Physical rewards start at $6 and feature exclusive patron-only merch and other perks. You can also visit us at howitendspodcast.com to shop in our merch store or to join our Discord server, where you can chat with us and other fans of the show. It's the only place you'll find exclusive whispers from Micah, Elia, Devin, and Amy. Please enjoy the show. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Welcome to the Found Audio Creator Series. We'll be featuring episodes on our feed from some of our fellow indie podcasters. If you like what you hear, please make sure to check out the show notes for more information on this podcast, its creator, and to find out where you can listen to more episodes. The Ansa Enclave is but one story set in Urset Latari, the land of no return. The Ansa Enclave follows the people of Kerr living deep in the heart of the haunting and mystical wildlands beyond the Nunyus Gap. In this episode, young Lauren returns home after being missing in the wilds and is tight-lipped about what happened out there. Will the story of how the carrot found its teeth be enough to convince him to speak? Written and produced by Kier Joe. Enjoy the show. I know you were afraid, little man, and that is okay. It's natural to be afraid. Exactly, mate. Your daddies get scared too, you know. It's nothing to be ashamed of. We do, Lauren. Especially when it comes to you. It's like having our heart outside of our body. Don't say it like that. Not after what he... I meant because, you know, he makes us... I know what you meant, but how's he supposed to understand that? What, What I mean, little man is that when the other children disappeared, we were terrified. We thought the wilds had taken you, too. I've never been so afraid. And that feeling's what you're feeling now, isn't it? You're scared. That's why you won't tell us, isn't it? We were kids, too, you know. We grew up here. Just like you, we heard the calls. We had the dreams. The jungle would speak to us, too. It showed us things that we didn't want to talk about. Yeah. And we felt so much better when we told our parents. We even helped them, and the vanguard. We helped them to fight back by sharing with them. The more we know, the better protected we are. 
You and Noi and Rashmi are the only ones who came back. Whatever you can tell us can help us find the others. You just have to be brave. Did we ever tell you the story of the carrot? Mm-hmm. Do you like that one? Mm-hmm. That's one of my favourites too. Do you remember what is special about the carrot? It's on the flag. It is. You're right, it's on the flag of Kur. But do you know why it's so special that we put it on the flag? Because it's fierce and we are fierce. But the carrot wasn't always fierce, was it? No, it was cute and fluffy. (laughs) (laughs) It's still cute and fluffy. But ever since it found its teeth, the jungle learned to fear it. Would you like to hear the story of how the carrot found its teeth? Yes, please, Daddy. Will you promise to be fierce if we tell a story? I will try. Okay then, mate. Shall I tell it? Just don't do the silly voices. He loves the silly voices. Don't do the silly voices, Daddy. They are silly. Fine. I'll just tell it the boring, old-fashioned way. Once upon a time, before the wilds were wild and before the great abandonment, in the jungles of the Gap there lived a very special creature. Its fur was soft and fuzzy, and its movements were small and dainty. All the creatures of the jungle would laugh at a tail, which was as vibrant and colourful as the passion bell, but as fragile as the flower too. Some of the animals liked to chase her, many animals liked to eat her, and, because of this, she'd learn to run away. No matter where she ran to, the creatures which made their home there would chase her, attack her, and try to eat her. She was lucky that her beautiful and vibrant tail looked like the passion bell, because the jungle was filled with them. So, if she could find where they grew, she could bury her head, stick up her bum, and hide, camouflaged from the scary beasties and birds. One day, After the creatures of the jungle had chased her away again and she lay still, a bum in the air and her head underground, a magnificent and majestic philander floated onto her tail. The philander thought that her tail was a beautiful flower and tried hard to get at the sweet nectar. The animal swished its tail to keep it away and tried to bury even deeper into the earth. But the plucky little philander with its delicate wings and tiny body kept trying to land. Eventually... It got too much for the soft fuzzy creature, and she began to run again. She ran and she ran, sniffing with her sensitive snout and pounding the earth with her six furry pads, looking for a new home or a new place to hide. The philander was amazed by this. He had never seen a creature flee from him before, and he kept in pursuit, following the beautiful passion bell tail as it fled through the jungle. Every time the creature stopped and hid, the philander would find her again. This went on for many days, until finally the creature was exhausted and close to death. She turned to the philander and said, Please, you mighty creature, be merciful and make it quick. Perhaps I will find a home in the next life, and perhaps there is more space for me to flee there. The philander found this very curious and... Don't do... The voices! Okay, okay. The philander found this very curious and asked the creature, What is your name? The creature had never been asked this before and did not know how to respond. I don't know. What do you call me? she asked. 
the Philander found this even more curious. Strange, she said. I call you strange. The furry soft creature continued to cower before the tiny delicate insect floating and flapping above her nose and responded, Then I am strange. Please don't make me suffer. Kill me quick. The Philander was quite baffled by all of this and landed gently on the nose of the creature at the end of a long snout. Strange and cowardly, undeserving of a name, the Philander said, beginning to lose all patience with the creature. I have been given many such names as these from all the creatures in the jungle. It is hard to keep track, responded the soft fluffy creature, still cowering, still quaking before the Philander. I was once a creature of the earth who crawled on my belly, a creature despised by all creation. Now I am a creature of the air, transformed and lauded as amongst the most beautiful and wise. Do you know how I did this? The fragile winged insect asked the trembling beast. No, said the shaking animal. First, I refused the names given to me by other creatures. Then I took the wings of the other beasts. Little by little, whilst they slept their slumberous sleep. Finally, I sewed these pieces into the beautiful patterns you can see and took a name of my own. I took to the sky on the wings and the name that I took. I became the envy of all in my domain. Bovine sin silis ether silis, spoke the philander. What do you lack that keeps you lowly other than a name? asked the majestic bug. The other creatures gnash with their teeth and slash with their claws. They spit with their venom and roar like mighty beasts. I lack all of this and more, responded the pathetic ball of fur. I have only my sensitive nose and my delicate tail. I am chased from every place and I am prey to all, she finished. The philander tutted. All of these you can take, piece by piece. Little by little, but boo vine sin salis ether salis, take until you are whole, and when you are whole, take your name. When you are whole and named, remember me and remember my lessons. Feed not on my kind, spoke the philander. But how? But how? opined the creature. Tell me how. The philander laughed at this as though it were obvious. Your tail, of course. It fooled even me, and I am wise beyond the hunters of the jungle. Lay in wait. Be ready to strike. Take your teeth. Take your claws. Take your venom and your growl. But do not forget me, the philander who taught you to transform. The creature listened to the wise words of the philander bug, and spent the rest of her days lying in wait, ready to take from the predators and hunters of the jungle. It took her whole life, but eventually she had succeeded. She had defanged the Arangich, she had declawed the Thyre, stolen the voice of the panther and the venom of a thousand spiders. She had made sure to take not just enough for her, but for all of her children and her children's children. She taught them the lessons of the Philander, so that they would not forget. The beast was not forgiving of the creatures of the jungle. She terrorized and slew them wherever she found them, until all of creation feared her, all except the philander. The creature kept her promise to the majestic bug, and in honor of his teachings, the soft and fluffy beast, with its fangs and its claws and its venom and its roar, allowed him to name her.
And do you know what he called the fluffy beast? The carrot. That's right. And that is why the only creature in the jungle which the carrot will not kill or will not eat is the philander bug. It is even said that the philander still holds the power to frighten the carrot with the power of its name. But so long as the carrot remembers its teachings and honours the philander, he will never use this power. And what did we learn from this story, Lauren? That we must not be prey, that we must not run and hide. The wild will come to fear us when we take from him and use his strength against him. Yes, yes. When can I take my name? I don't... We can talk about it once you've told us what happened. Can you be strong for us? How did the jungle take the other children? Whose heart did you have in your hands when we found you? Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.